Good morning and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece and I am once again here with the fabulous Jennifer Tovani and the incredible Samantha Tredelia. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. So good to be back, everyone. So um, it is summer and it is the summer of travel, the ultimate summer of travel after everybody has been locked up in COVID jail for 15, <laughs> 16 months, however long it was. Like the summer like longer. travel season has been in full force and uh, I have been an active participant. Same, at least, same. Uh, at least over the last month or so. I'm out um, tonight. <laughs> you're, you're leaving tonight? You're, tonight. You're, uh, you're joining the team tonight, Samantha? How about you? Samantha left for 30 days, okay? I've never been you anywhere. Couldn't, you couldn't help yourself. I was like, it's time to just get the fuck out of here. So I did a little uh, international experience, a little Mexican travel with the girls, girlfriends, and then uh, three weeks in on the East Coast in the hottest state of all, I would like to say Florida, okay? And uh, also known as COVID Central. Also notice, <laughs> COVID doesn't exist there, uh, but it does actually... not exist in Florida, in case anybody's wondering. Yet everyone's dying of it, though, now. It everyone's does, yeah. got it. It's crazy. I was, like, one of the weird people wearing a mask, and so I'd walk into, like, say, Walmart, and people were looking at me like I had the bubonic plague, and I'm like, no, I'm just not interested in whatever's going on here at, at any level, whether it's... How awesome is Walmart in Florida? Can yes. I just pause on that? <laughs> You know what? I had no idea the capabilities of Walmart until I got to Florida. Like, it's unreal, the things that are going on there. It's gigantic. They're everywhere. The other thing about Florida, you guys, is the vastness. Everything's so far apart. Like, you just can't go to the store. It's like 20 minutes across the street because the streets are so big. It's a very different space. Um, But I would like to talk about the airplane travel, just in both of my different experiences. airport, airplane just a lot of what is going on here, people, and where did we lose all sense of direction as a, as a body of human beings? It's, um, people have lost their minds. It's lost crazy out there. Their minds. Everybody's traveling. It's, um, it, it's, it's the nuttiest I think I've seen it in a long time. No and one here's, is patient here's my no. Oh, patience. Uh, yeah, no, no. One, no one's packing it. Nope. Nope, um, it did not come on this trip. Nope. Here's my, here's my pro tip for everybody out there. If you do not have PSA, TSA pre-check on your boarding pass, do not get in that line. Do not go there. By the time I get up there, the TSA pre-check guard, I don't know what they're called. The guard. (laughs) Whoever he is, uh, he or she, they're so effing annoyed at having to send away everyone. Seven out of 10 people. And here, here's, my, here's my advice to everybody, and this is a non-sponsored piece of advice. Go get TSA pre-check. It is not hard. You go online, you do a little application, name, rank, and serial number, takes you five minutes. You make an appointment uh, to go in and get fingerprinted. It takes 10 minutes to do that. And then they'll tell you, you have your TSA pre-check number in three to four weeks. You'll get it in about 10 days. And then you become a known traveler. And then you are a known traveler. And for $85 for five years. It's a brilliant situation. TSA pre-check every single time. By the way, uh, when my son went to college, my mom asked me what uh, she should give him for high school graduation. And I had suggested that she give him his own TSA pre-check. That's smart. 
he'd always kind of been on my itinerary, but now he was going to be flying back and forth to school on his own. And so she gave him $100 to go get his TSA pre-check. Three years later, he still says that's the best gift he's ever gotten. That's really wow. good. There that's you go. Know. Good to so know. So PJ has clear. Like, we always have clear, which is clear here is stupid. San Francisco. Clear is stupid. And then I upped the ante, <laughs> and I did the Pre-SA, t- Pre-SA, TSA, and he didn't do it. And so we, I was like, let's test this out. And so out of, nine out of ten times, I was zipping through uh, well, clear, and I'm sorry, clear people for saying it was stupid, but I had it for a hot minute. Um, here's clear. Uh, all it does is <laughs> it takes you to the front of the line, but you still have to take out your computer and take out your liquids and take off your shoes and take off your belt and pull your hair extensions out or whatever the fuck it is you have to do. <laughs> and if you are TSA pre-check, it's old school. Shoes are on, liquids are in your bag, computers in your bag, everything. And you just go through the old school metal detector. It is 99.9% of the time, it'll be faster. It is amazing. And 100% of the time, less convenient. So can we also talk about the security, the security situation when the the gal gets in there oh oh i can't bring my bottle my half drank bottle of water no ma'am there's a sign there that says what's it like you have at least 30 minutes most times to look at that sign drink that water get that lotion out realize that you're your jumbo spray doesn't need to come in your carry-on guys come on it's like 20 years we've been doing this like why is this a surprise to people yeah it's insane so my next favorite is getting on and off the aircraft. Okay. Oh, so let's discuss. unless you're flying Southwest and you need to cattle call, you have an assigned seat, you know where you're going to be. This isn't a secret. Relax. You don't even people. need to cattle call on Southwest though. They, they board you by letter and number. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? So I love, I flew United back East and it was like, you know, boarding group one, two, three. Well, when, at the moment the chick starts talking, Everyone stands up. Everyone's and up. And lines up. They all get lined up, even if it's not Southwest. No. And they're annoyed that you need to get through to actually get on the plane because now it's your turn boarding group two. Okay? <laughs> then we get on the airplane and it's like, I love an aisle. Okay? I like an aisle seat. My kids like window. I usually travel with the three of us. So middle, window, me, Peach on the other side. And I get smacked in the face by your bag. Guys, when you're walking down the aisle, let's pay attention. Take your backpack off. There's someone here. There's someone here that now has a black eye for the next <laughs> six hours because of you and your bag. Okay? <sighs> then. Or the tall people that put their feet in the aisle as you're trying to walk down. That's my and husband. it's like, I don't know what they need to do, but they have to keep their feet inside the. That's my husband. Aisle. Inside the railing. Yeah. Hands and feet inside the railing. Well, and then on the way, I think it was when I actually went to Mexico, I got sat next to a couple who was a larger breed, okay? And then there's me on the aisle, and I'm like this, squished in together, and the husband's like eating salami, okay? I'm sorry. When we're on the aircraft. That makes me want to barf. Not even a long flight. It's a few hours. Can you retain for three hours? (laughs) Can you go eat your salami? salami? It's like, it's like someone eating tuna fish right next to you. <laughs> he like so opens up his Tupperware and he's setting out all of his, it almost reminded me of like, what is the one for Christmas that they always used to give you? The Hickory Farms. It was like he was Hickory <laughs> the Farms. The Yule Log comes up. <laughs> and I was just like literally dead, dead inside. He brought it in Tupperware like a field trip snack? Yeah, yeah. 
a toddler lunch. And he kept asking his wife, you know, if she wanted some, and she was too busy, like oozing into my seat. And every time she'd turn around, I was just like, this is bullshit. This is ridiculous. I don't want this anymore. Can we also discuss man spread on airplanes? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's ban that. Yeah. Men, keep your legs together on an airplane. Cross Stop with the man spread. They just keep it in it your up. seat. <laughs> keep it in your seat. Here's something else that I love on an airplane. I love two things. I love a good cry, a movie that I could cry to. I don't know why. I just love an airplane cry. Or I always find myself watching these movies with these like really racy sex scenes. Like I, for <laughs> instance, happen to want to watch uh, Hustlers, okay, from J-Lo. I was feeling a little J-Lo vibe on the way to Florida. And I lean over and I'm like, oh my God, this is a full like, you know, it's not, there wasn't too much sex, but there was definitely some ass shaking going on. And I'm like, I wonder if anyone walking by me is like, what is this chick? Is she watching porn? Like, what is she doing? And the person kitty corner across the aisle is definitely watching your screen. And like, <laughs> why are you choosing to watch this? And I was so sucked in at that point. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, not going to watch this now. I'm halfway <laughs> through it. But I find that those are the two things that I usually get into. Um, and then you please identify the airlines that offer porn on their flights. <laughs> I don't well, think anyone's have, thinking that. You I don't have think your own little porn channel. You have your own United. little you your own little device, so you could be watching whatever. So well, also, except porn, I've never seen porn offered, but maybe I'm not flying the right airline. Maybe a little Skinamax. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Virgin Airlines shows that. So then, then you get there, you get through the ride, you're, you gotta wear the mask the whole time, but then everybody can take off their mask at the same time and eat snacks, which makes no sense No to sense. Me. I mean, at least maybe stagger the snack break. As so. long as they have this, you know, an inch of water <laughs> up, they can keep their mask off the whole flight. So stupid. So crazy. Then it's time to get off the plane where the plane gets to the gate and then everybody stands up at the same time. Um, hey guys, we're all gonna have to wait for the person in front to get off before we can. Now this well, is- it takes a few minutes to open the doors and for the flight attendants to get their stuff together. So everybody's up before they're even out of their seats. And this is not a time for dicking around and figuring out where your hat is or what keys you need. This is a time to get your shit and get off the plane. When you get back into the airport, you can do whatever you want and dig in your bag, friend, but get off the plane. Uh, and here's another pro tip. Please remember where you put your bag in the overhead compartment. And if you've forgotten, <laughs> you not look at me and ask me where your bag is as if I know when I don't even know you. And it wasn't my <laughs> responsibility to keep track of where you put your bag. I have no they idea even, where you put your bag. They even announce this to keep track of your bag at all times. But as soon as someone gets on the plane, they put it in an overhead bin and they have no idea. And they walk it. away. Like, look at the number under the bin, people. Come on. Easy, easy. Very easy. Or oh, here's my other fun one. Every airline numbers their seats the exact same way. A, B, C on the right, D, E, F on the left if you're in a 737. Unless it's your very first flight in the history of your life, how is it you still don't know that F is a window or that C is an aisle? I mean, well, there's signs, but I mean, come on, people. Like, this is, this is flying 101. And, and just the, 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 it's like a game of Tetris with some of these families, like trying to figure out who they're going to put in what, what seat and what seat do we have? And is it an aisle? Is it a, why are people still sitting in the wrong seat? Why? why, why? Is, okay, so the pandemic has created some other issues with 
flights and seating and evidenced by my flight that happens to be tonight at a red eye with four teenagers. Okay. We had originally planned to leave tomorrow morning at 7am, which also isn't great for, with four teenagers because they would have had to get up super early. Oh, so I either, hate early morning flights. Hate either, either way it sucks, but we got bumped off of our flight mm -hmm. and then they had none of the seats together. And we have a couple of kids with pretty severe anxiety and fears of flying. We can't have them sitting way in the back of the plane or away from us because they will literally freak out and we'll be one of those families featured on the news because somebody <laughs> You'll be those people. We'll be those people. So we had to re reschedule our whole flight and, and book the, the red eye, which is going to be fine. But uh, getting those seats together and trying to figure out, you know, some families really have to have those things. I mean, with little kids especially, but I... Yeah, we, um, we just got back from the Bahamas and I booked that trip in October, mid-pandemic, when airline tickets were going for, you know, $46.12 because nobody was flying. <laughs> And I got an email about, you know, hey, here's some cheap tickets and never thought like, hey, let's, I'm dying to go to the Bahamas. But it was something that landed in my email box. And in a weak moment, I was like, this sounds yeah. like a great idea. I'm sure this will be over by next summer. Ugh. So booked the tickets to the Bahamas and they were super cheap. Don't get me wrong. I will tell you between then and when we went, which was what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, um, itinerary probably changed 14 times. And sometimes yeah. I'd get an email notice that it changed and sometimes I wouldn't. And what I discovered was you keep having, you have to keep going online and double checking your itinerary because they keep moving flights around and combining flights and changing planes. They and, do and, it automatically. and you're right. Every time they do it, they put you in different seats. So I had to go in and uh, change <laughs> Sorry, that was a, it's a, it's a, it's the camera cover and it was falling off. <laughs> I was like, what's happening to Stacey? She was like know, going I into an eclipse. She was literally, you guys can't see us, but she was literally like a solar eclipse. So, so Stacey's screen was slowly um, going dark as if you were like tightening the shutter on a camera. It was just like. Oh yeah, I need one of these. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I had to go in and change our seats probably six different times. At, on different flights because we had a couple legs um and so annoying. Uh, just annoying. yeah it just and they they don't tell you so no we were really upset because also the issue of our family of six we need a big suv when we get to the airport for a rental car and rental cars right now are completely so expensive sold out and expensive and yeah like they don't have all the fleets sold off their minivans and like there's nothing out there. Did you so. guys know that rental cars, um, and I did not know this, but there are certain cars that still have the, when you sit in it and you have to pull up the bar and scoot yourself forward. Oh yeah. Cause they, they do manual everything. <laughs> There's lots of cars like that out there. But I didn't, I hadn't seen one in so long just because I mean, I haven't driven in a rental car, but I got one when we were in Florida and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is like a little roller coaster. It's rather so, fun. Uh, Jen, family of six. You, um, as an alternative, you, I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. You might check budget because you can rent minivans or vans with budget mm -hmm. and they're like a fraction of the price yep. of rental cars. Like you can get a van at budget for the week for like $300. Like are we talking a moving van? 
No, like a like a van, like a like um, a cargo van. I mean, you could go, you could kind go to budget van. and get a or not budget. Um, you all. Sorry, not budget. You all. You could get a moving van there, but you know, U-Haul also has the vans where you can like stick a bunch of people in it, right? Yep. And oh. they're significantly cheaper At than rental cars. Wow. So check U-Haul. Well, we have three reserved right now. So just to make gonna, sure we have one. Something's um, going to make sense. So when you're traveling, also you get to deal with other types of inclement weather, um, which we here in California, we don't have a lot of. Um, so I got to experience my first hurricane, um, <clears throat> which was fascinating. Oh, Elsa, right? Elsa. Elsa came in hot and I was, you know, you're like waiting for the, I don't know what's worse, like knowing it's coming, then you got to wait for it and you're waiting. And like half of the people are like, it's not going to be a big deal. And the other half are basically preparing for the apocalypse. And then I'm over there in the corner with my mask on. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on in Florida? But yeah, so that was kind of interesting because I'd never experienced like a gale force wind event. um, Which was neat. And then basically everything kind of shut down for, you know, two days before, two days after, because you know, you can't boat, you can't do anything. So that was kind of crazy. And Miami was also wild ass weather. I mean, Miami is wild in general. Um, And also I was there for bikini week, um, which ladies, I don't know if you know what that means, but it was a lot of butt cheeks. And my favorite statement of all was by a gentleman at um, a store I was in, he goes, I don't understand why these girls are wearing a bathing suit when the beach is five miles away. Everyone just wears the bathing suits all the time. It's Miami. It's a free for all. Fascinating place if you've never been, everyone. So they do have hurricanes. They don't have COVID. Check. Yeah. And they have a lot of butt cheeks. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have clothes. They don't have any clothes. They just, they do things a little differently um, in Miami. It's so hot. They're trying to wear as little as possible, right? It is so hot. I don't, I don't, I didn't grow up with humidity. And so it's not one of my favorite feelings being hot and sweaty all the time. It's gross. I did see some alligators though, you guys. Have you ever Mm -hmm. seen an alligator in its natural habitat? Pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> that's it's the little. It's the little eyes that sit right above the water that are just. I like their white nails and their spiny backs. Um, I find that to be very interesting. Uh, I also feel like a lot of people uh, traveling kind of resemble alligators. <laughs> with their white nails and their spiny backs. With their white nails and spiny backs. Maybe it was just where I was at, but no, it was uh, definitely interesting. Definitely. <laughs> leathered skin <laughs> yeah so fleece i want to talk to you about the bahamas because uh you had sent me a picture of something i want to talk to you about it was swimming with pigs yeah uh, let's let's talk about swimming pigs for a moment first yeah, of all i, I want to know, know about I, that i don't know how pigs developed into swimmers <laughs> but i guess if you're a pig on the beach in they the must bahamas be so buoyant right they float they, i would um, think that heavy things they, would sink they're but because huge. they're full of fat yeah, they're huge, and they are um, they are surprisingly buoyant, mm-hmm. uh, and they do actually swim. And um, there's like a it's like a whole family pig compound over there on that beach. Like there's babies, there's aunts, there's uncles, there's toddlers. It's like it's like the Fourth of July family picnic every day for pigs. And this was there. in Nassau, Bahamas, or where? Uh, I think the swimming pigs are actually on Exuma. Okay. 
Um, I've so been to Cat Island, Island but uh, Cat Island, I don't remember seeing any well, pig. So let's, let's unpeel this. So you get there and there's pigs in the water. Uh, what are they doing in the water? A, B, what happens when they shit? Is so they're, they are literally swimming in the water. So you pull up on the boat and they're just swimming around. And of course, when the boats come, they know the carrots have arrived. Ah. So they are all about coming over and, and getting a carrot or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting back in the water and swimming around. And um, yeah, they uh, when they poop, you you there. I mean, there's some little brown nuggets floating in the water. So getting in the water seemed like a very bad idea to me. Yeah, there were, feels uh, like there an were some people, situation. There were some people in the water with the pigs. I found that to be aggressive, uh, <laughs> given the floating nuggets. Right. But, oh um, you know, it, it yeah, it, uh, it's a, it, if you go, it's, it's worth seeing because it is actually pretty cool. We actually, so we did this whole day where we saw the swimming pigs, and then we swam with nurse sharks, at which we've done in Belize. But um, oh no, God! For some reason, the, well, two days leading up to this little day trip, uh, the kids had spent watching uh, National Geographic shark attacks. Yep. So by the time we got to the nurse sharks, which we've done several times, and aren't elsewhere, they the nicest sharks? They're the nice yeah, ones. They're yeah, fine. Yeah. They're, they're fine. not going to uh, be. But the kids had themselves so worked up about uh, shark attacks, so. Yes, if you're going to swim with sharks, do not spend time watching National <laughs> Geographic shows about shark attacks. Fair, um, fair. That, and then we, uh, there's another island we went to that had, the beach is covered with iguanas. And ew. you can see the, actually they, they, uh, That's cool. they weren't, they weren't, I was kind of ill, but they actually were smaller. So not as ill as some of the ones I've seen in Mexico. Yeah. Um, so you could feed them, you put a grape on the end of like a bamboo skewer. And they'll eat the grape off the skewer. It's very strange. Uh, so yeah, it was um, it was like all wildlife all the time on that day. Wow, that sounds yeah. really fascinating. I like that you're getting out there, Fleece. I like that you're seeing the world in a different way. Um, I did not have that type of experience. I was more family focused, and I got to be honest with you. Uh, after 18 months with my family, and then relocating. Because here's the thing, when you've got little kids, and mine are like not little, little, but they're little still, you're not really on vacation, people. Uh-huh. We're really just in a different venue doing the same shit, okay? I still have to feed you. I still have to make sure you don't die. You're still wanting to, ha- you know, are we there yet? What are we doing next? What are we doing now? Where are we going next? You know, constantly. Well, let's discuss that while I was swimming with pigs, you were standing in four-hour lines with humanity Thank in you. Orlando. Yeah, which I don't know that I need to do again, at least not for multiple years. So we took the family to Disneyland, Disney World. Uh, we did four, four days there. And uh, I'm pretty much sure my husband almost had a complete meltdown slash panic attack. He is not an amusement park guy. Who knew? Okay. Um, I think it was waiting for the... I, I would have known, to be honest. There was the rise... If you to tell me that, I would have known before you got there. There was the Rise of Resistance ride. I believe we were waiting in line for like two and a half hours. And when we got through it, PJ goes, this is total bullshit and we need to leave. <laughs> his parents, I feel like his parents, we honestly, and this is actually true, like I feel like we actually deserve an Olympic medal if we survive a... a two or three day park hopper pass at Disney World or Disneyland with children ages 10 and younger. Like I just, that 
that's that's an event and it should be an olympic event it's an olympic (laughs) event and i think the people my favorite part was you know i mean it's fun it's great it's whatever but the best part i think was the dynamic of watching other people like i saw this woman lay into her husband like i'd never seen before and like my husband if i were to first of all i wouldn't be yelling at him in public i just would refrain for you know I'd wait, I'd pull him aside and maybe have some more. She was just letting him have it. She had had enough. They had this little tiny six-month-old baby, which, hey, newsflash, parents, your kids don't remember. So why are you doing this, okay? Don't take six months old to Disney World. Or You're just doing this like, for why? you. You're doing this for you. You're not doing this for them. So anyways, she's ripping him a new one. And he looks at her and goes, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry that I have made you feel this way. And she still was just, it was not good enough for her. And I was like- So they're in therapy for sure. I was like, yes, somebody's had some coaching. Based on his response, (laughs) his therapist told him to say that. My husband would tell me to shove it. (laughs) He would probably walk the other way, but this guy was like, no, I'm really sorry, babe. I was like, oh God, get it figured out, you two. But no, the- um, no one wants to be a part of that. Nobody only. wants to be a part of that. No one at all. Um, but no, the Disney situation's great. Um, here's something that is kind of cool, though. They have these new wristbands. Well, I don't know if they're new, but they have wristbands. So you don't need keys anymore. You don't need money. It's just so easy to just spend and move around freely there. So even the children have a wristband. So they can just walk into stores and hit their wristband and buy whatever they want. Oh, that um, sounds safe. Yeah, which was really, really kind of a fun time. But yeah, I don't know that we need to do it again. It'll be uh, several years before I go back. But yeah. I, I do think Florida trip, um, the one thing that I've done, I know you, you guys did, that I do think is worth it. Talk a little bit about the Kennedy Space Center. What an amazing place, you guys. Yeah. If I'm oh a space, one thing you need to know about me, there's two. One, I love sharks. Two, I love space. I'm obsessed. And I'm not obsessed with the Jeff Bezos penis rocket <laughs> as much as I am like the NASA space shuttles like from the Apollo era and all that stuff so let's just be clear is it really a coincidence that Richard Branson's looks like it's out of uh Star Trek and Jeff Bezos's looks like a penis oh fuck no that's not a coincidence they knew exactly what they were doing you tell me Jeff Bezos didn't look at that and go it's a penis awesome Right. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's Just, the, I mean that's you know. the way we're gonna go. When we drove yeah. into the Kennedy Space Center is Blue Origin though, the penis rocket house, and it's huge and it's amazing. But if you've never been and you can see the magnitude and the massiveness of these spacecrafts and like just the journey is really cool. One thing that was not very cool though is they have a wall of all of the astronauts, and out of I don't know, a hundred plus, there were only like twenty, less than twenty women on the wall which I found yeah. shocking and sad at the same it's time. all white men. All white men, mm-hmm. old white men. And so here, again, is a great place for women to accelerate, you know, as they move forward in their careers as young women, like the STEM and, and getting in the space program. I think there's such a, there's such a need for women in that um, s- sector. But yeah, very cool if you've never been, highly recommend. And then also Cocoa Beach, which is right next to it. That's like a great spot to stay and then go to the Kennedy Space Center on your way out of... Um, Orlando. But yeah, I'm done with Florida for at least, you know, a year and a half. Oh, I won't be back. That's, that's it. A year and a half. I'd give you, I'd give you a few more years. <laughs> I know it was tough. And Jen, you're, you're, headed, you're heading back East. Yes. We're going back to Massachusetts to a little outside of Boston area. Going to spend some time uh, in New Hampshire and Maine and just visit the New England States. With I've never husband. done that. 
family. It's beautiful back there. I really like it. Again, it's humid and the weather can be unpredictable, but I kind of like it. I, I appreciate a little rain coming from this dry state of right. California. Um, yeah. We've so, done Maine but, several times. Uh, absolutely love it. The first time we went, people are like, oh, do you have family there? No. Do you have friends there? No. Why are you going to Maine? Why not? I'm like, I don't know. It sounds cool. And we've been back like three times. I love it there. It's, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. And the fact that, you know, my husband's from there, he knows a lot of fun things to see and do and also That'll spend be... time with his mama who's, you know, getting up there. So I made my kids walk the freedom trail from start my to dad, finish. My dad made me do that. Yeah, and, and this was, this was probably. We've okay. talked about that. No, it's a right yeah, of passage. They, you got to um, do it. Negotiate. They, seven years later, that literally they still complain about it. Yeah. To I this will. day. My brother and I will too. It was like, yeah. but I bet as an adult, it's probably pretty cool. And as a kid, it's like absolutely the worst. Oh, they were, um, they were miserable, but, yeah. uh, but we did it. Yeah. 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 I well, great. I think it's good that we've gotten our travel in, you know, as we could, because it's looking like things might be a little bit, um, you know, closing up here. And then again, yeah, I don't know. I'm done. I'm I, know. I, I did my, uh, I did my Mexico. I did my Sun Valley. I did Bahamas. I'm done. You're set um, for a little bit now. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. We were, we were in, in Southern California last week. Um, kind of unexpected, not planned real trip, but two of the kids were in the um, water polo junior Olympics down there in Irvine. And so, you know, my husband was down there for like nine days and saw, I don't know, 15, 18 water polo games. It's uh, a lot of water polo. Crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, but they did get to go surfing. So that was good. Anyhow, we're all looking uh, forward to uh, hearing about your travel experiences and we hope you've taken a few nuggets from our experiences and uh, hopefully that makes your travels this summer a little bit easier. Thank you for joining Inspired today and we will see you next time when we air every Monday at 10 a.m. Thanks for joining Inspired. <laughs>